to uh, Lots Going On, episode 13, I think. Fucking, yeah. Um, yeah, it's Sunday, November 1st, the day after Halloween. Weird Halloween this year, hey? I saw a couple costumes. Pretty shitty ones, honestly. Um, yeah, people were still trick-or-treating. That was cool. Man, I couldn't be. I swear, this year there was more fireworks than there normally is. Everyone's all bored, and there were so many fireworks last night. It sounded like fucking Pakistan outside, just all night. It was wild. I don't mind it though. I like fireworks. I went to. <laughs> I went up. I got in my car by myself, ripped up the Malahat. Yes, was it yesterday? No, the day before yesterday. And uh, looking for the because there's always those signs like on the Malahat, right? So. I finally see one, like, just before Mill Bay. It's like, fireworks, turn right, Malahat Nation. I'm like, okay, sweet. I take a random right on, like, the Malahat off one of those, like, little turnoffs. And then there's no more signs anywhere. So I'm, like, kind of driving around this weird area I've never been in. It's called Malahat Nation. It's kind of like a reserve area. And, uh, yeah, I couldn't find any more fucking signs. So I just drove back home. What a waste of time. I really want to, I really wanted to grab some. It's been a while. Speaking of Halloween, I saw they fucking... Ma Miller's is uh, haunted, apparently. They had some investigators come in there. It was in the paper. I don't know, man. I don't really believe... I don't know. I don't really believe in ghosts. Just because I haven't had an experience myself. Like, I'm sure if I fucking... Something spooky happened to me, it would change my mind. But, yeah, like, I don't know. Nothing, nothing has happened to me. Nothing weird. There's been, like, scary situations. But it's, like, not, like, ghosts and shit. It's just, like you know, weird, spooky stuff. Um, I did the ghost walk. I snuck into the ghost walk one time downtown when I was younger and tagged along. They didn't even know that I just joined the group. Um, they take you like Roger's Chocolates. They say like that Roger's Chocolates is like one of the most haunted places. Apparently like staff say like the coming in the mornings and the displays will be all different or stuff will come off the shelves if they're like alone at night and I, don't know, I can't remember the backstory of why it's haunted. Fucking guy fell in some chocolate and died or something, I guess. I don't know. That's that's not true. I just made that up. But I don't know why I don't know why it's why it's super haunted apparently. Uh they also take you down this weird alley. I think it's like the one under upstairs. And apparently that's super haunted. People get pushed against the wall randomly or they feel really cold. Also just outside the union club, in front of kind of the commons ten acres area, that little corner there. Um, apparently that's super haunted. I don't know. Fucking, I, I like, I like the idea of like haunted places and ghosts and shit, but yeah, I don't believe it yet. So we'll see. Um, so yeah, that's it. I, I didn't dress up. I just hung at home, watched a couple spooky things, watched UFC last night. Um, Anderson Silva, probably his last fight. We'll see. He lost. Um, it was a good card though. I didn't win a single fucking bet I laid down, though, on it. Which is too bad. I've been killing it in UFC lately. I haven't been betting on football just because, I don't know, I keep getting fucked. Like, I keep nailing all my parlays, and then one game that's supposed to be a guaranteed lock, like the one I should just should be a win, I lose on. And it's always by one game, and oh, it just pissed me off. So the fights, I've been, I've, yeah, I'm really liking betting on the fights, too, especially because, like, there's so many. There's a fight a week right now, and... They got these, like, guys I've never heard of, too, some of them, um, come on there. And it just, if you don't know the guy or you've not never seen him before, especially, like, the under, the, like, the prelims and the undercard, 
might as well like throw a couple bucks down. It makes it a little exciting, something to root for. I love it. Um, but yeah, so speaking of UFC, I had I had just had a UFC fighter uh, come on here. I'll I'll play it at the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, Julio Arce. Um, I hope I pronounced that right. Fuck, Colombian name. Um, yeah. So basically, I just like messaged a, ra- a couple random like athletes with like that I saw on Instagram with check marks that were verified. And I was like, oh, let's see what happened here. Like not super famous ones, like just kind of, but ones to get on here. Cause let's be real. I'm a fucking shitty little podcast. I don't want to waste someone's time. So I actually was kind of nervous talking to the guy we FaceTimed and yeah, I, I was like kind of rushing it. And I, don't know, I just felt bad. I didn't want to like waste his time. I didn't want him to think this was some big deal. Like he, he's in Queens he just like finished sparring and I was like, Oh fuck. Like this guy probably has so many better things to do. <laughs> Talk to me. Like, I, so I was pretty nervous. Um, but yeah, I talked to him for like 10 minutes by the time I edited it and stuff. I think it's probably only like six minutes long. Um, but it's still cool. I got the chance, I guess. So maybe we'll see, maybe this will open up some windows to get some different guests on. Cause yeah, it's just been like me and my buddies having beers talking and I don't know. I'm like, I, I'm not taking this thing too seriously, but it would be nice to just have some guests on and, maybe do like I want because I still am not even doing this fucking once a week I'm trying but yeah so yeah he uh this guy yeah he's a uh, Colombian he fights out of Queens he's got like he's perfect English he's not like full Colombian like foreign guy so you can understand him he's like 16 and 4 I think professionally um he uh he was on Dana White's contender series and he won then he didn't get a contract then he won again and he did get the contract and he won in his UFC de- UFC debut. Uh, pretty nice head kick to a guy. Knocked him right out. Then he lost in this one fight to a decision, which was a really good fight, actually. Like, these guys were just covered in blood. He lost in a split, which is weird. I kind of talk about that. Um, so, yeah. He, and so I saw his UFC debut, his post-fight speech, and he just seemed, like, really eager to talk. And when you look him up, like, he's been on lots of shitty little podcasts and stuff and I guess that's what we got to do to kind of build your brand. If you're a fighter and stuff, get the hype up. Why not? Like, it's not like his, like, yeah, he's not, he has like 10,000 followers on Instagram or something like that. So nothing crazy. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of cool. Maybe I'll do like some fucking little Pacific FC guys or some soccer dudes. Some of them like the imports talk to them about the city and stuff. I don't know. It would be, I, I do like the, no hockey players want to fucking respond to me. Even like really shitty ones, like <laughs> all ghost me when I when I've sent them a message. So I don't know, but I don't. Even, I don't only want to fucking interview athletes either. Like I'll interview anyone. Not even interview. I wouldn't even call it an interview. Just like to have a bullshit sit down and talk. Um, anyone really? Because doing this alone, like I'm doing right now, rough. As I said all the time. The last episode, man. The <laughs> just hammered, but I thought it was funny. I threw it out there. I got you know, I'm not taking this thing too seriously. So hopefully it was good for a couple laughs. Uh, what else is going on? Yeah, it's November first, my birthday month. Uh, when's my birthday? November 9th on a Monday. Not doing anything too crazy. I'm going to Tofino in the week though. Hopefully COVID uh allows me to do that. Because it's getting out of hand again right now. See, London's going into full lockdown for a full month again. Ontario's all locked down. There's lots of places going into lockdown again in the round two. And with this colder weather, yeah, man, I don't know. 
and it's morphing again. And yeah, I don't know. Uh, so before I throw it off to the UFC guy, what else is going on? It's honestly been kind of quiet. Like the election's coming up, the American election on Tuesday. That should be wild. Might pop into a pub and watch that. It's always good. American politics are super entertaining. Um, it's it's like an action movie, the way they like hype up these debates and stuff, like the intros. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, so I'll throw it off to this guy. And that's pretty much it. I, I think there'll be a shaft review at the end. Can't remember if I have one banked up or not. But if not, that's it. All right, guys. Enjoy this little fucking quick little talk with this guy, Julio Arce. Look out for him. He's moving to Bantamweight. Um, hopefully in a card in a month or so here. And yeah, thanks. Finally got a Bayside, Queens, New York. Here is Julio Okay, so do maybe a little introduction for people who don't know who you are. My name is Julio Arce. Um, I'm a UFC fighter. I fight in the featherweight division and going to be moving on to the bantamweight division. And I'm excited to be here, man. Awesome, awesome. Um, so I saw your few of your fights. I saw the the knockout, which was your two fights ago, right? Yes. The head kick. That was pretty nice. Uh, and then your last one was a, a split loss. I want kind of want to ask, losing by a split, like what is that? How do you, how do you how do you move on from that? It must be kind of like a weird feeling. It, it is. It's it's one of those just like. Like, would you rather have just got knocked out? You know what? It's it's one of those where you leave with questions. It was like, all right, did I? What what could I done better? So right. It's like it, it it depends how you how you deal with it. You know, some people could be like, all right, you know, that sucked. But some people can be like, you know, what else could I've done to had the decision go my way instead? Oh man, it's the, the way it's the way you see it. Yeah, yeah. I watched your UFC debut, your your post fight speech. Um, so that's kind of why I contacted you. You just were taught. You talked so you were so excited in that. And uh, so happy, and you just seemed like, uh, yeah, you're a good speaker. And do you, do you teach? Yes, I actually teach in uh, in my in my school, Tiger Showman's in uh, Bayside, Queens. Yeah, that's, I figured because you're just yeah, you're so good, so good at speaking on that interview. I was just like, man, this guy must be a teacher or something. <laughs> hey, look, I'm doing what I love every day. I, you know, I train and I teach what I'm doing. That's awesome, man. So. I'll I'll have a few quick questions for you and I'll let you go. I, I don't want to take up too much of your time. One question I wanted to ask for someone who's not a fighter: you get hit in the face. For me, like for instance, you know, I stub my toe and I go grab my foot. And I'm like, ah oh, man, ow, ow. How do you get hit in the face and just like not worry about it? Like, what kind of mental, uh, like, how do you do that? Well, yeah, I think it's just like just years of training and just just putting in work. Um... Thinking, you know, like when when it comes to fighting, you know, you get you get like an adrenaline rush. Yeah. So it's like you know when you're in the midst of battle, just like battle with this other person, it's like you don't feel it until after. Right. Right. But 
but you know like just kind of prepping for it, it it's all it's all uh, like a mindset so you have to just accept that you're gonna get hit in the face <laughs> deal with it do you do you believe in that that tyson quote everyone's got a plan until they get hit in the face oh definitely yeah definitely um okay my other question i wanted to ask is uh what do you think about fight island does it seem does it seem cool or like do you like the idea of it no fans either no but you know fight island looks pretty it's pretty freaking crazy that's (laughs) great what they did you know look they kept they kept the sport going they kept everybody moving they didn't they didn't just stop and just put everything on hold especially because people depend on this so they just kept it going i think it's amazing what they did Awesome. Do you think the fans or no fans, do you think it benefits, doesn't benefit people, like fighters? I, you know, it depends. Some people, some people like uh, feed off the fans' energy. Some people are just fine with no one there. Right. So it, it, it's different for everybody, but all I know is like the fights have been freaking amazing yes. without the fans. So, so that was my next like question. The, so the Khabib, you, did you watch the Khabib fight, obviously, last fight? Oh, my goodness. What do you think of the retirement? You know, look, he, I guess he was fighting his own, you know, issues inside, and that's probably hard for him to do, but he's he's a man of his word. He said, look, he went to it, he told his, you know, his mom asked him not to go out there and fight without his dad in his corner, and he's like, I'm going to do it. You know, I think just... just it's funny because I wanted my team. goes like, you know, my OCD would be kicking in because you left at twenty nine. Yeah, I get that thirty. You know, I make it thirty <laughs> enough, but you know, look, it's his choice. He went out undefeated. He's defended his titles. He's amazing at what he did, and nobody was able to figure him out. Yeah, wild. I right, my last question for you. I'll let you go. Uh, so, so you said you're going to bantamweight now. Mm-hmm. So, what's next? Uh, do you just training and hope hoping for a fight, or do you have one lined up, or what's going on? So I'm hopefully looking to get on the on the January 23rd card. You know, I was out for a while. Uh, you know, just little like injuries here and there yeah. just put me out. But yeah, I decided to return to bandweight and just you know, whatever, whatever they give me, I just can't wait to just get back in the cage and start fighting again. Nice man. Well, uh, best of luck to you. Thanks for coming on. I really appreciate the opportunity, man. No, oh, thanks for having me. Man. All right, man. Thanks a lot from the west coast of Canada. Adios. All right. Take care, man. Alright. You were here at uh, Baruski's Tap House. A little shithole out in Brentwood Bay. I think it's Brentwood Bay. Maybe Saanage area. Um, it's pretty busy, yeah. Definitely one of the youngest people in here. A lot of old dogs in here. Anyways, we got a shaft. It's probably just your run-of-the-mill shit shaft. A little vodka, a little Bailey's, a splash of old coffee. Um, let's give it a whirl here. I'll let you know. Yeah. Nothing crazy. Just your run-of-the-mill shaft. Bailey's. Vodka. Some coffee. Probably a little bit of clue in there. Creamy. Creamy for sure. A lot of ice, though. Good cup. It's whatever, yeah. Five out of ten. <laughs> 